This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking about my book that I wrote called I Am Infinite and kind of the story behind why I wanted to create this book and how it came to be and the issues that I hope that it will touch on and be a positive solution towards. So being that in the past years, mental health has really come up in the media as a great importance. Unfortunately, suicide rates are increasing, especially with teens, and it's difficult to pinpoint the cause But there are a lot of reasonable solutions, and I really want to be a part of the positive change around this subject. I've had my own experience with anxiety and depression, which many do have, and it's not uncommon. And I'm grateful to have and practice and share what helps me get through those times on this podcast and on other forms of media in my life. Now, with my past experience working as a professional choreographer, dance instructor, working in the fashion industry, working in the business industry, I've worked with a lot of different people. I've worked with a lot of students, been around parents and adults, as well as people that are just living their day-to-day lives and trying to make it all happen and come together, be a positive influence in their children's lives if they have children, and it can be pretty difficult sometimes. I've been around a lot of people that deal with confidence issues, eating disorders, self-harm, body image problems, drug abuse, or homelessness. And I have to say I've either had first or secondhand experience with these issues, and I want this to evolve and be a part of that process. Now, I created this book, I Am Infinite, which is a simple yet effective way to connect with the world around us and the life within us. It draws inspiration from incredible life forms and more to accomplish this through practice of affirmation. Back to talking about some of the difficult to pinpoint issues or causes towards any kind of mental stress, anxiety, or depression, social media does seem to be popping up continuously as one of these things. When I gave my TEDx talk back in 2016, I touched on this point as well. And it does seem to be something that continues to contribute to these types of feelings. Now, although social media does connect us like never possible and it is an incredible form of communication and connection, it's also leading to more disconnection and isolation. People are only seeing fragments of others' lives, certain facets of it, and not really seeing the full picture and judging their whole life and comparing themselves to these other people's circumstances, which is not the full picture and is very filtered. It breeds this type of society and culture that makes us search outside for validation. It encourages people to search outside for validation rather than internal seeking through conscious behavior habits, maybe Things like dialectical behavioral therapy or cognitive behavioral therapy, yoga, meditation, grounding exercises, and even affirmations being some of them. Affirmations are a great way to shift patterns of negative self-talk and thinking. And 
instead affirm positive thoughts by building up self-efficacy and confidence. Without self-efficacy and confidence, it can make people vulnerable and isolated as well as separated, even prey to others who seek to take advantage of them or ulterior and sometimes negative motives. Unfortunately, mental health is worse than it ever has been with the highest rates of teen suicides in history in the present time. Now, a lot of the students that I've worked with over time, they do use social media and to the degree of their mental health on a very personal level, I'm not very sure of. But I know when I was going through that age, Facebook was just becoming popular when I was starting high school and many people were starting to engage in it. But nonetheless, many people in high school, even middle school and elementary school, I remember dealt with different issues. And I've had guests on my podcast that have openly talked about things that they went through when they were in childhood or their teenage years that shaped them into adulthood and they may have needed to either overcome those certain challenges or find a different way to work through them. Some people, it took them to breaking points where they absolutely had to make massive change in their life. Others might have been able to detect it at different points. I think it's important to not judge other people for whatever they're going through because we don't know what we would do if we were in their situation and it's best to just be supportive and kind and encouraging as much as we possibly can and compassionate towards other people's struggle because we don't know what we might go through in the future and there might be a piece of how they handled it or got through it that will be able to inspire us in some way and we can all learn from each other. Especially when it comes to learning from each other, we can really look to nature and simplicity for grounding and connection to reduce stimulation of some things in order to hyper-focus on other things. Now, in the book, there's a lot of illustrations, and I actually illustrated the entire book myself, of different animals, of different star constellations, of different objects and things, but they are mainly animals or things that are found in nature, and it's meant to kind of serve as a way to connect us back to that. And I have to say, after writing this book, When I look out into nature and I see different animals or insects or different things, those affirmations pop up in my mind and it reminds me of those things. That way when I'm looking out and about in the world, I'm reminded of those things on a subconscious level and I feel like it contributes to a greater sense of well-being within myself. As well, I do think that My yoga practice, which I've had for nearly 10 years now, has been a positive thing and an influence in me creating this book and being inspired to create it in the way that I did as well. When I'm in the yoga room, there's no TVs like you might have in a gym. There's literally nothing to distract me from myself. It's an extreme, intense, pure focus on meditation and my practice and the asanas connecting to my breathing And many of the postures are based on objects and animals in nature or life. Looking outside of ourselves for inspiration is a wonderful tool to honor similarities. Now, there's been a lot of talk even of racism, speciesism, things like this in the past current years with a lot of different political events going on. And I think it's important to see things a different way. We don't have to see things as I'm superior to this other type of being. What if there's another option that we can choose to see that we're all a part of the same earth and world and, you know, especially when it comes to humans, not to see other people as different races. We're a part of a human race. And even some people would say we are a greater race of earthlings of all different life forms that inhabit this planet. So when we're able to see that life force within other people, things, objects, 
even the love and creativity that might have gone into something that is an inanimate object as something that has some purpose and was created for something greater, we can seek inspiration from that and it can be a positive influence in our life. When it comes to children, we were all children at one point. We all had different experiences as children. We all went through different struggles, different positive experiences. Everybody's childhood is a little bit different. And whether we like it or not, there are things from our childhood that do affect us later on into life. I know for me, during points of my childhood and even growing up, that I really liked the children's books that I had. And there were many times where I had favorite stories that I would love to go back to that would give me a sense of comfort if I was going through a difficult time. I find that many children's books serve a purpose to kind of connect us back to applicable virtues that really are everlasting and important. And it is important to be exposed to those things during such crucial years of development. And not everybody is surrounded by the most positive of influence, even though parents and other siblings and, you know, the circumstances, everybody tries to do their best. We want to believe that everybody's doing the best they can. Sometimes there are just things that fall through the cracks and it's just a fact of how things are. And, you know, there are things that can be done over other different practices that can be incorporated into one's lifestyle or a child's lifestyle to make their long-term connection with themselves and other people very positive. Sometimes when kids are not surrounded by a lot of positive influences, they start to look outside of themselves for validation in other people. And they might intrinsically, unfortunately, be taught that their worth is not from within and then it comes in the things that they do or they only get a certain kind of treatment if they are a certain way, which, you know, has its pluses and its minuses. But really, when it comes to self-worth, I feel like it is really important to teach children, whether you're a mentor figure, an aunt, an uncle, a parent, a teacher, to help encourage children to realize that they are capable of so much They are infinite beings that they can achieve a lot more maybe than they even think that they can. We all have a different purpose on this earth. We have the option to choose what that is. And it's important to empower people in our lives, whether they're friends, whether they're kids, whether they're our sister, our brother, whoever it may be, to go down that path of exploring what is on that path and what can be shared from that path. Respecting life in its many forms leads us to greater sense of connection. Seeing an inspiring performance in the theater, people, you know, sometimes have other unique abilities that we don't possess that are amazing to watch. I know some really popular shows are shows like America's Got Talent. You know, people get to showcase all their different talents that they have. Now, when we look out into nature, especially different animals, a lot of different animals have so many unique abilities that humans don't have. And there are a lot of characteristics about the intelligence that is innate within those animals to be able to understand, to communicate in whatever way that they do amongst each other that can be respected and inspiring. Because I've been living a very plant-based lifestyle for the past 10 years, I've I don't consume animal products, I don't purchase animal products, and I have a lot of respect now even more than I did prior to transitioning to a more vegan lifestyle than I ever have before. I feel like I can really look at another living creature and have so much respect for it. And It reminds me of whenever we see a baby or when we see other people looking at babies or if a baby is born, people always say, oh, what a miracle, what a you know beautiful child, what a, an amazing thing. For this new life to come to be. But what if we looked around in the world and we saw that all the time? 
saw the beauty, saw the incredible architecture of every single thing that exists and realized that that has some place in which it came from. It has a source and we're all connected to that source and we live within that source. No matter how big or small, whatever it is may be. Now, I do believe that taking small steps towards massive change is very possible. One of my favorite quotes is that sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life. And that's a quote by Naeem Calloway. Now, one of my yoga instructors would always say, just go a little bit deeper, even if it's a millimeter deeper every single day into your yoga practice, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, whatever it may be. And he used to compare it to slowly and gradually being on the edge of a cliff and slowly and gradually inching your feet over the edge a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more every single day. And before you know it, you're levitating on the side of the cliff. Now, this is metaphorical. I don't recommend anybody try that. But it's it's in a sense, you know, you go a little bit further each day until you go beyond a boundary that you once were so afraid to cross. Maybe it doesn't happen all at once. Maybe some people can take and make that change all at once. But for most people, small changes over time, that's a really healthy way to approach change. And it is doable that way. And you can create a lasting, effective change by doing that. Same thing when it comes to diet. You know, for people that are trying to eat healthier, regardless of whatever kind of lifestyle you follow, there's so many different things that people are doing as far as diets these days. I feel like one thing that people can really agree on is to get more plant-based foods into their diet in maybe it's higher protein plant-based foods or more greens or more fruit, you know, finding ways to cut out the unnecessary ingredients, the processed food, and feed ourselves really great nutrition from amazing plant-based sources. I feel like across the board, people agree that fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds are healthy for human consumption and promote health as well as work towards alleviating and not contributing to disease in the body. And those small changes, whatever they may be to maybe reduce certain things and add in other things over time, create that positive change in the long term. We're all changing and transforming just like a seed blooms into a tree eventually at some level on a daily basis. And I really do feel like putting that mustard seed in the ground, once it blooms and once it grows, those mustard plants, they grow like wildfire. They grow so quickly, but it just takes that one seed putting it in the ground for all of that to happen. With this book, I do feel like it is a simple tool that has so many uses. It can be used as a journal. You can write in it. You can use it as a grounding practice. It can be a very effective children's book, a way for children to practice affirmations, a simple way to have something right by your bedstand, help you calm down maybe when you're feeling anxiety or any type of stress in the middle of the night or any time during the day. Coffee table book, whatever you want to use it as. It's a great tool to use as a way to check in with yourself and build a healthy practice around connecting to the world around you in a positive way. It doesn't really take a lot of time to do that. When creating this book, a huge source of inspiration for me was just imagining a mother reading this book to their child. This book that's full of positive affirmations and 
Imagining the child that might be struggling to make friends in school or find their place within their group of friends if they have some. And maybe the mother who's had a really challenging day at work maybe is feeling pretty burnt out from the stresses of family life and work life. And it might be something where they can spend five or ten minutes together reading this book and practicing those healthy affirmations, those positive affirmations. And maybe feel just a little bit better before they go to bed at night and realize that the things that they are doing to try to move themselves forward in their life are good and it is enough. They are worthy and they are capable of doing a lot of things in their life. Sometimes we don't always have those people that affirm us in that way. And that's okay. We can do it for ourselves. I feel like it's important to learn how to do it for yourself. And I feel like this book is really a positive tool that helps someone ease into that and get used to that sort of a practice as well as the audiobooks that are also available for this. They include sound healing music in the background, nature sounds, and there's an option that's better for children if you're reading it to them to help them connect more to the images in the book. And there's also another option for people that just want to use it as a meditative practice or something where they listen to the affirmation and repeat the affirmation after they hear it. It can be used to read in front of a mirror. It can be used if you're having any type of issue with yourself. Really, the affirmations that were chosen to be in this book had a very specific purpose behind each one. They connect to the illustration on that page, the animal or the different object that may be on that page. And there's a very conscious reason why each of those things works together. There are a lot of different people suffering from a lot of different things in this world. And I think even if this book helps one person, that can make a really, really positive impact on more people because we always have an ability to uplift another person. And really with this book, that's what I'm seeking to do. This book is a really great way to Connect back with yourself during those times when you're going through your own battles. Sometimes they're daily battles. Sometimes they're battles that take a little bit longer to fight. Sometimes you don't really want to talk about it with anybody or you feel like you can't talk about it with anybody else. Even if you have supportive friends or supportive relationships, people that you can talk to about these things, sometimes it's just not something that you even want to hear yourself talk about because you just don't want to think about it. I feel like using this book as a tool is a really quick way to connect back with yourself and help you out of any type of funk. It's easy to read. It doesn't require anything outside of the book itself. And it, it's also really easy to share. It's great to give as a gift if someone's expecting a new child, if you have a friend that you want to get a gift for. I think it's especially great to give to children, though. I mean, and it really was designed with them in mind. It was not only something that I wanted to share with adults or people that are transitioning into adulthood, but with children. I wanted to make it accessible to them as well and something that they could keep probably throughout their whole life. It's also a great gift to give for a birthday if someone is grieving the loss of a loved one, going through a good time or a bad time. Everyone could really benefit from this book in some way, whether they share it with somebody they care about or they benefit from it firsthand. Regardless of religion, race, or beliefs, there are really founding virtues of this book, and it'll help you create a positive relationship with yourself and can help others who read this book create a positive relationship with themselves. And I'm sure that anybody you give this book to will really, really appreciate it as a gift. So I'm very excited to be able to share this with you. It's going to be coming out very soon. So keep an eye out for the book. 
And on a regular basis, I'm very, very excited about this portion of it. There will be specific times where a minimum of 10% and possibly more will go towards other specific charities related to mental health for teens, eating disorders, foster children, homelessness, animal rights activism, different things within the performing arts to support the arts, a large range of things, people dealing with addictions. I want to be able to support charities across a wide range since I am very passionate about a lot of different issues. This is the way that I feel best doing activism and contributing to these things, which I feel positively about. And I want to have this book be able to contribute to those positive causes that I think are making a positive impact and creating effective change for maybe people that aren't as represented globally or even locally in our lives. Also, I'm going to be doing a special pricing during the holidays if people want to buy multiple copies, and it can be a really great way to take care of gifts for friends, family members, or even your children's friends who maybe don't know what to get them. This can be a really, really great positive gift to get them, and it will be at a reduced cost. So if you guys want to learn more about the book or stay updated with its release date, you can go to I am infiniteofficial.com and there'll be a link Thank you for in the tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential.